Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Gluten-Free Voice. I'm Jules Shepard and we have an interesting show tonight. There's been nothing if not lively discussion this week about Domino's Pizza announcing their gluten-free pizza crust here in North America. When a restaurant chain the size of Domino's Pizza announces a national rollout of a gluten-free pizza crust, it's really big news. It's been all over the news media and people have been voicing their enthusiasm and their concerns. And so there's a lot of different sort of things at play here, and we're going to talk about them tonight. The blogosphere in particular really lit up as people learned that this gluten-free pizza crust would not be suitable or safe for celiacs or people with what they're terming severe gluten sensitivity. More lively discussion ensued when, um, you know, it became clear that the National Foundation for Celiac Awareness had created this amber designation um, for this Domino's crust. The AMBER designation that is part of the NFCA's GREAT program is what we're largely here to talk about tonight. Does this protect those on medically necessitated diets, confuse the issue? You know, how do you all weigh in on this? And we're going to get some clarity from um, the president of the National Foundation for Celiac Awareness, Ms. Alice Bast. We have a special expanded edition tonight. We'll be on for an hour taking some calls, and also we'll be reading some questions that have come through on my Facebook page and others um, from folks who would like to have their questions answered just to get some more clarity about this. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Ms. Alice Bast, as I said, President of the NFCA. Uh, Thank you, Jules. Thank you for giving us this forum to talk about the National Foundation for Celiac Awareness because we take our role very seriously in regards to educating the marketplace first within the food service industry and now within the restaurant community. Of course, we you know, are very busy raising awareness all day, every day. So those like you and myself get di- properly diagnosed with uh, celiac disease and can have an improved quality of life. Well, um, we are, as you imagine, very close to the issues related to celiac disease and gluten sensitivity as an education, again, as an organization dedicated to education, testing, programming, and personally, you know, I I take um, I really, really, really um, am dedicated to ensuring that our community is safe. And I'm look, looking forward to hearing back from the community, from your listeners. Um, but over the past, um, I don't know, probably eight to ten years, we've been part of a restaurant experiment. And I try to I try to figure out what is the right word. You know, I told you the other day when we were talking, I feel like it's a a freight train running. You know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. on overdrive. And that, you know, the restaurant community has gone kind of rogue. And the problem is they don't know what they don't know. They Three years ago at the National Restaurant Association meeting, we launched the Gluten-Free Pavilion. And we had, we had vendors there like Udi's and Pamela's, and, and they're selling gluten-free products. Yet even the owners of these um, these companies are telling us that the, the uh, kitchens and the restaurant industry aren't, don't understand cross-contamination controls. And I just returned from the National Restaurant Association meeting, and we had a very um, we had a four-question survey that we asked to food service professionals. Ninety-seven percent of those professionals could not answer um, four of the questions. As a matter of fact, over 50% could not even name the four offending grains. Now, Jules, can you name those four, those, uh, sorry, those three offending grains? Yeah, I think I know them pretty well by now, (laughs) living and breathing this stuff all the time. Right, eating, living, and and breathing gluten-free. So, um, we, you know, we we now when we talked about this amber designation versus the green designation, um, the great the great training program is a modular approach. It's an educational program, so it's not just a, a credentialing program. You know, it's a standards, and as everybody knows, it's run by Becky Moreland here at the NFCA. So we're very actively going in training about you know ingredient verification, the front of the house, the back back of the house. As I said, it's a modular approach to restaurant training. And um, what we found is, you know, as as we launched, you know, we were, we've been launching, you know, five years ago, we launched our first, you know, great training program that we needed to make it more of a modular approach. So we needed to have, the, as I said, these five multimedia modules. But we also realized that we needed to start to, to um, 
meet restaurants where they are. And that's where we came up with the amber designation and the green designation. Now, um, there's no regulations. So we figured, wouldn't you rather be safe than sorry? Wouldn't you rather go into a restaurant and have the server come in and say to you, you know what, we cannot feed you if you have celiac disease. You know, we, we have gluten-free ingredients, but we our kitchen practices may vary. And that's where the amber designation came in. That's where it's a caution. And then, of course, we have the green designation, which is the ingredient verification, comprehensive training, and strict cross-contamination controls. Our goal is to get everybody to to go green, and we'd love to hear from the community on how we can help everybody to go green so that we know that uh, products are, are, you know, the restaurants are safe to eat in. Just like, you know, when I look at the packages, and I and I do, I have to say, I, re I realize this reaction. When I go into the store and I see a package that says, you know, made in a, in a factory that also makes wheat products, I actually, I see that disclaimer and I don't buy those products. And, you know, and I, I want those products to, to, to get certified, you know, gluten-free. And But I realized, again, that the, the restaurant community does not know what they, they know. And I just want to kind of shout out here that um, in the past two weeks, even though, you know, on the blogosphere, as you're saying, on Facebook, there's, you know, comments, comments, comments. But what is going on in the press? Instead of talking about Miley Cyrus, instead of talking about celebrities losing weight, people are talking about Domino's launches a gluten-free crust. And what is this disclaimer? People for celiac disease can't eat it. What is going on? I'm getting I'm getting interviews and repeat interviews saying, "Tell me about celiac disease. Tell me about gluten sensitivity. And tell me about gluten-related disorders." So. Um, I do think this is bringing awareness back to the forefront and the medical necessity and that we are being cross-contaminated. So that's what well, I'd I'm like glad to start out with. Okay. Well, I appreciate that very much. It's just an introductory statement about sort of the history of why you started the AMBER program um, and the designation there. Since you were talking about the medical um, necessity, I think this is probably a good time for me to read a statement that was sent to me um, for reading on the air by Dr. Alessia Fasano, the director of the Center for Celiac Research at the University of Maryland. Today he um, he had sent this to me and asked me that I read it on the air as their statement from the center regarding this, and obviously he's speaking from the medical professional's perspective. So um, let me just read this, and again, I'm, I'm reading directly from this. I'm not, I'm, this is a direct quote, so here I go. Um, on May 7th, Domino's Pizza began selling a new product the company describes as Domino's Pizza made with a gluten-free crust. The launch of this new product into the U.S. market has generated some confusion, particularly in the celiac disease community, about the safety of this product for people with gluten-related disorders. According to the company's statement, Domino's found that while the crust is certified gluten-free, current store operations at Domino's cannot guarantee that each handcrafted pizza will be completely free from gluten. The Center for Celiac Research has been asked its position on the matter and hopes to alleviate some confusion with this statement. While the development of safe gluten-free products and safe dining establishments is always a welcome advance, we do not have the confidence that this product meets the safety standards we recommend for our patients. The introduction of cross-contamination from a large chain like Domino's represents a threat to our patients affected by gluten-related disorders, including celiac disease, gluten sensitivity, dermatitis herpetiformis, a skin condition, wheat allergy, and gluten ataxia. As an international CELEC research center with expertise in gluten-related disorders, we believe that individuals who have been diagnosed with a gluten-related disorder should not consume this product. In many restaurant and dining establishments with a high risk of cross-contamination, it simply becomes too risky for patients with gluten-related disorders to remain gluten-free. Cross-contamination occurs when gluten-free foods come into contact with utensils, surfaces, or foods that contain gluten. It's a very real concern for many of our patients, including some who suffer from gluten sensitivity. Additionally, we are still waiting for the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to resolve the issue of safe threshold levels of gluten to be used in food labeling. Based on this threshold definition, we will be able to classify products as either safe or not safe, and therefore not suitable for consumption by people affected by gluten-related disorders. Based on Domino's statement, we can assume that their pizza is not safe, and therefore should not be consumed by patients affected by gluten-related disorders. For more information, please visit our website, 
www.celiaccenter.org, and I understand that this statement will also be posted on their website tomorrow for those who would like to obtain a copy of it. So in light of um, Dr. Fasano's statements today, and um, you know we've all been reading the statements that are coming out and about the medical conditions, one of the questions that keeps coming up on my Facebook page and people keep emailing me is, you know, basically if anyone with a gluten-related disorder is not recommended to eat the Domino's products, you know, what? how does the NFCA fit into that role of somehow designating this, the Domino's pizza crust and the Domino's pizza chain as the amber designation? Why is the NFCA involved in that since the constituents of the NFCA are not benefiting by this action? Um, okay, um, Jules, we, we can't speak to Domino's marketing plans or ideas on, you know, who, you know, who, who you know, and so we're, we'll all speak to the NFCA. And um, basically, what, what we did is exactly is exactly that. We went in, and and initially, Domino's wanted to. They thought, you know, um, that they could market this gluten-free um, crust to everyone. And after reviewing their operator, operational procedures, we explained to Domino's, you know, again, due to you know the potential for the, you know the handcrafted nature of the pizza, their potential of you know cross contamination, and their current store operations they would not be able to guarantee a gluten-free pizza because, you know, because of these issues, because of the cross-contamination. So they are bringing in, you know, they are verifying the ingredients. And what we what we did, what what our part in it was to explain to the, to, we asked them to put up the disclaimer everywhere. They were going to launch this, they were going to go ahead and launch this and just launch it. And we said, no, you cannot do that. This is not safe for the celiac consumer. This is not, we need to protect our consumer. And you need to train your front of the house. You need to have the disclaimer. You need to have FAQs. The, the, you know, the celiac consumer, and according to Alessio Fasano, who I respect, highly respect, I respect him more than, you know, he's, he is the father of, you know, of uh, gluten-related disorders, and um, I, I have ultimate respect for him, um, so I'll call it gluten-related disorders. Um, you know, we wanted to make everyone aware that kitchen practices vary, that it is cross-contaminated and it is not safe for our community. So that was our role. We are not our role was to educate the, the consumer that they they cannot have this. Our consumer, they cannot have this gluten-free crust at, by Domino's. Okay. Um, I want to let everyone know, if you are calling in on the radio show, it's 347-202-0199. And I know we have a long um, queue of callers, so if you do call in and you have um, cleared your question and the basically the, the gist of your question, ahead of time, then um, we will recognize your phone number and we will try to get to as many calls as possible. I um, Please recognize that the whole times might be kind of long. And again, as Alice explained a minute ago, um, she is here to discuss the NFCA and the NFCA's role in this um, situation with Domino's. She's not here as a representative of Domino's, so if you have a question for Domino's, please direct that to their website, and I'm sure you can, um, there are plenty of opportunities through their Facebook and their website to ask questions, and please let your voice be heard there as well. So without further ado, let me just go ahead and take um, our first caller so that we can move along. Hello, and welcome to the Gluten-Free Voice. Hello. Hi. Um, who's calling? Uh, this is Nancy from Gluten-Freeville. Hi, Nancy from Gluten-Freeville. Thank you for calling. Do you have a Hi, question Jill. for Alice? I do. Um, co some comments first and then a quick question. Um, okay. I have maybe 12, 1,300 people on my Facebook who have commented on this in the last couple of days, and there's a lot of confusion, and it's largely around the fact that the NFCA has put any kind of seal, which is uh, perceived as a seal of approval, onto this whole process and I think if if there was no amber designation that people would take that Domino's disclaimer for what it is and you know not expect more from Domino's but people do expect more from a celiac association and expect that if their name is on it that maybe it's safe and um, 
I think the confusion comes from giving them any kind of seal of approval. And I'm really kind of more concerned about the fact that you have a designation for people who aren't uh, trained, who aren't educated, who aren't doing this right. I do appreciate the um, the education that's you know coming out of this, but the seal is the problem for me. And the fact that you said train the front of the house uh, gives gives them a seal from you. Why wouldn't you go further and train the back of the house into how to do it right and be safe for people? So that's part of my question. Why would you not want to train the back of the house? And then um, how many more uh, restaurants can we expect to get this seal who aren't prepared, who aren't educated, and who aren't you know, doing this safely for the majority of the gluten-free community. Thank you very much for your call. I'm going to just tell everybody now because we have so many questions, there won't be follow-up questions, so I'm going to turn your microphone off and um, okay, you can great. take the answer off the air. Thank you very much for calling, Nancy. Thank you. Okay, Alex. Hi, Nancy. Thank you so much for your question. I appreciate that. And let me tell you, um, we see this as the beginning of a relationship and not the end. And we certainly do hope that one day's dominoes will go to the green designation. And we'd really like to have a go green, you know, a go green campaign. And we would not, we'd, we'd prefer not to have the designation, the amber designation at all. Again, you know, we, we're seeing with the surveys of the restaurant community that 97% of the restaurants that we surveyed um, could not, could not even, you know, were, could not answer ver four basic questions. And if you go to celiaccentral.org, those questions are listed on our website, and you can see the literacy. They don't know what they don't know. So what when we when we when we started to call out and we started, you know, we've been working with a one seal program, a universal program, and other organizations are doing it as well. The restaurant community was just like, oh, well, we have gluten-free ingredients. We're, you know, we are serving gluten-free. We wanted to create a tool to say, you know what, you are, you have gluten-free ingredients, but you are cross-contaminated. We wanted everybody to go green. We wanted them to be the, the green designation, so that um, that we would hope that, you know, that everybody one day that all the restaurants that are serving gluten-free food in their establishments. Um, um, to whoever the consumer is, has that green designation. And we do want to hear from you. And, you know, you can tell us. We have a um, at celiaccentral.org. It's tell us at celiaccentral.org. You know, that you do want all the restaurants to go green. We really, really want them to go green. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear if there's confusion. We, we did this to minimize the confusion and not exasperate exasperate the confusion. We wanted to create a dialogue. We really wanted to shout out to the to the masses. We wanted to shout out to the restaurant community that there is a massive problem in the United States with cross-contamination. Okay, and what about to Nancy's question, why would Domino's not receive back-of-house training? Okay, so um, um, Domino's um, has not received back-of-house training because operationally, and you'd have to go onto their FAQs of more, a little bit more about it, operationally they could not get that in place where they, they could meet the green they, where they could meet the green designation. But again, you can start to say, hey, Domino's, go you know, for the green designation. Go green. We don't want to, you know, we want you to do this. And, you know, we do want to hear from you at TELUS at CiliacCentral.org so that we can, you know, raise everybody to meet our standards. So are you, just to clarify, are you saying that the AMBER designation is purely front-of-the-house training in that servers, cashiers, what have you, just simply give an alert to the person ordering food that their meal cannot be guaranteed to be uncontaminated? No, the amber designation has there's three there's there's three components. One, they have to go through our modules, okay? So it's it's in, there's ingredient verification. So the making sure that the that that all the products are indeed gluten free, certified gluten free ingredient verification. And there's basic training, and the basic training is not just um, the front of the house. There's all managers have to go all through five modules. I mean, there's more training than just, you know, the, the front of the house. But what's really important for our community to know is the front of the house 
can communicate to the consumer. So when the gluten, um, when that um, gluten-related disorder consumer, whether it's a celiac, uh, somebody who's gluten sensitive, comes into the restaurant, they tell you that they have, they are cross-contaminating, that they don't have the proper procedures in place to ensure that um, that their operation is 100% gluten-free, and you know, and even if it means turning away your business. Yeah, and just for clarification purposes, um, on the Domino's FAQs, for anyone who has not gone there, Domino's actually states on their FAQs that the pizzas made with the gluten-free crust use the same ingredients and utensils as all of our other pizzas. And I understand that their bake line is the same as well. So go to the Domino's FAQs, everyone, and take a look at those and see if that helps to answer your questions about the risk for cross-contamination, at least the back of the house. Um, let me go ahead to the next caller because these folks have been so, so patient. Um, hello, and welcome to the Gluten-Free Voice. Hello? Are you there, caller? Okay, I'm going to put you back on hold, and I'm going to check you again in a minute. Um, let's see here. Hello, welcome to the Gluten-Free Voice. Jules? Yes. Hi, it's Ken here. Hi, Ken. Thank you for joining us. Do you have a question for Alice? Yeah, I guess it's just a little bit of a follow-up because the previous caller really kind of hit what my major concern was. But I guess with your organization, the, the, my major concern is are you really just, like, focusing all your stuff on celiacs only? Because I was diagnosed with celiac disease 17 years ago. I was recently diagnosed again with not having celiac back in November. Um, I truly believe I have it, but I have a quote that I saw in the release that I wanted to bring your attention because it's very confusing to me where it says, according to Domino's and the National Foundation for Celiac Awareness, that the crust is better fit for people with gluten sensitivity. And I guess that just makes no sense to me. I, I, with gluten sensitivity, you have people that have varying different um, levels of their sensitivities with that. So I guess my question for you is what's the point of that statement? Because... I don't think whether you have gluten sensitivity or if you have celiac disease that you should be ingesting gluten whatsoever. Okay, great question, Ken. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you, Ken. For, thank you, Ken, for the question. Um, I think you know Alessio Fasano just you know cleared that up earlier in in this um, you know in in this dialogue. Um, you know, I've been involved in a lot of the, the meetings and conferences, and um, we do have information on our website both on celiac disease and non-celiac gluten sensitivity. We know with celiac disease, as everybody, you know, that it, it does, you know, it's an autoimmune disease. It's an immune-mediated disease, and you have damage to the small intestine. But the research into non-celiac gluten sensitivity is 20 years behind that of celiac disease. And, you know, Currently, they don't know if there's any long-term health consequences. Alessio Fasano just said, you know, according to gluten-related disorders, he doesn't think that it's safe for anybody to be, you know, consuming a cross-contaminated product that potentially could have some kind of cross-contamination. And, you know, really what we want to do is call out that, you know, kind of, you know, buyer that buyer beware, you know, that, you know, you're going into that establishment, whether you have celiac disease, whether you're, you know, you are gluten sensitive, that you need to take your health into your own hands and you need to advocate for yourself, but you need to know what the restaurant practices are. If you don't know what you don't know, then you can't make that informed decision. So, um, we'll, you know, in light of, you know, Alessio Fasano, Dr. Fasano's statement, you know, we're really going to be taking all of this to heart and we're going to be looking at, you know, what you're saying to us and, and whether, you know, what you think about this AMBER designation and you as our community, what you think of the, the green designation. I'm taking notes down. I want to hear from you at us at celiaccentral.org, like I said, you know, because we are here to keep you safe. We're here to, to work with you. It is our number number one you know priority and both the celiac community and the gluten sensitive community you know is important to us as a matter of fact you know my um my part of my family is gluten sensitive and not you know and not celiac okay thank you um hello welcome to the gluten-free voice hi are you still there Ooh, that doesn't sound good 
Um, we'll come back and see whether they're there in a minute. This is I know people are on hold for such a long time, and I apologize, but I'm trying to get to as many callers as possible. Hello. Welcome to the Gluten-Free Voice. Hello? Yes. Hi there. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Who is this? This is Danielle from New Jersey. Oh, great. Hi, Danielle. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I just wanted to call um, in support of the NFCA having uh, partnered with Domino's on this. Quite honestly, um, I may have actually gone into Domino's upon seeing that they were offering a gluten-free crust had I not um, seen from the NFCA that this was not a good option for my family. Um, and I greatly appreciate that they are out there continuing to educate the community about this. Um, I know that there are a lot of people that appear to be upset about Domino's doing this, um, and I also honestly think it's a step in the right direction. I mean, our, our, our goal is to be able to have gluten-free available safely, um, but this is a step in the right direction. So I applaud NFCA for, uh, for partnering with Domino's. Um, and maybe not partnering, but consulting with them, um, and then letting letting the celiac community know. Great. Thank you for your call. Thank you, Danielle, for your call. Okay. Let me try back again and see if this caller is still available. Hello. Welcome to the Gluten-Free Voice. Are you there? I don't know. Uh, they're having problems with their microphone, I bet. I don't know. Um, okay. We'll try another one. Hello, welcome to the Gluten-Free Voice. Hi. Hi, who is this? Caroline. Hi, Caroline. Thank you for calling today. Did you have a question for Alice? Yeah, I was just wondering how the AMBER designation ensures that the Domino's employees are actually communicating the risks when someone calls to order. Basically, I see that Domino's has done a great job, like if you're doing an online order, but I had actually called five different Domino's locations yesterday because I was curious about it, and not one of them warned me about cross-contamination until I actually asked. And I spoke with one manager, and he said that they aren't warning about it because anyone who does have to worry about it would know to ask. And the only reason I wouldn't – I've been celiac for about four years now, and the only reason I didn't just automatically order it is I know better, but some people don't know to ask those questions. So – I guess, does that make sense for what my question is? Uh, yes, that makes that's that makes that makes sense, and uh, I have to say that is that is um, that's not that is not that's not good. Can you know? I'd really appreciate it if you could get me the name of the you know get me the information or get Domino's, but I'd like to be you know on that in the tell us at celiaccentral.org of those uh, five those five locations that you called. I mean, they have Domino's has nearly five thousand stores, and I'll, I can tell you what they're supposed to be doing. They have two training videos that are required for their assistant general managers and their general man managers to review. They have brochures with all the FAQs available for references, you know, at the stores. They have the top frequently asked questions required to be in view at every every order taking station. So if you walk in off the street, if you're calling over the phone, and um, the disclaimer is supposed to be it's supposed to be read, and more importantly, it's on you know for online. Most of their orders all come in online. So in order for you to order a, a uh, cross online, the customer has to acknowledge that they've read it before ordering that crust. Okay, thank you very much for your call, Caroline. Yeah, thank and you. Caroline, if, if you can, can you ensure that you get me that information? I really, that's very important to me for me to have. Absolutely. Okay, thank you for your call. Okay, we'll go to another caller here. Hello, welcome to the Gluten Free Voice. Hey, Jules, it's Jennifer Harris. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the Gluten-Free Voice. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Alice. Um, my question about um, the Domino's Gluten-Free Pizza is more of a question of why the NFCA chose to partner with them once they learned that Domino's would not be able to make a gluten-free pizza that was safe for people with celiac disease. Because from my point of view, Domino's is already going to make a gluten-free pizza. 
they were only already going to go through the process and they were going to do it. Um, and having you guys partner with them, in a way, to me, sends the wrong message um, that other companies, other large chains might think that they can get together with the NFCA to get an AMBER designation and to not make a safe product. So for me, it's it's a little disconcerting. And so I just wondered why at some point the NFCA didn't feel that maybe they should back away from the agreement and let Domino's go forward on their own. Um, well, that's a great question, Jennifer. I mean, we because they did, you know, they did, they were, you know, Domino's was going to launch their gluten-free crust. And we had, when we went in and reviewed the operations, we had one thing in mind, you know, and that was to, you know, ensure the celiac community and the, you know, gluten-sensitive and the gluten-related disorders safety. And we want, it was our responsibility to protect the consumers with, you know, again, celiac disease and non-celiac gluten sensitivity amid this environment um, because we want of, of, of misinformation. So there was so much confusion and a lack of understanding regarding the difference between gluten-free ingredients, cross-contamination, and really what is safe, you know, for consumption. So we said to them, you, you need to work with us. You need to consult with us and educate the community that they cannot have this. And Domino's went back and they thought about it. They're like, okay, well, this, this product is not going to be for the, you know, for the, you know, the, the, community, the medically necessary, um, you know, gluten-free diet for celiac and non-celiac gluten-sensitive community, um, and, you know, they were willing to call it out. They worked with us to work on the disclaimer, to work on the FAQs, and that's what we did. Our job, we felt, was to to really shout it out and so that we, you know, use that as a national platform to say, hey, you cannot have this, you know, if you, you cannot have this gluten-free crust. And um, we want, our goal is to get everybody into a green designation. We do not want, you know, we, we do not, we want everybody to be better. We want them to have the, the green designation so they can serve our, our, um, our, our constituency. They can serve you properly. We, our goal is to have everybody go through the five modules and, you know, properly, you know, be able to serve the community, the ingredient verification, comprehensive training, and strict cross-contamination controls. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks for your call, Jennifer. Okay. Okay. We'll try this one more time. Hello. Welcome to the Gluten-Free Voice. Are you there? Hi, Jules. This is Shirley Braden. Hi, Shirley. Thank you for calling. Shirley's Gluten-Free Easily. Appreciate you calling in tonight. Did you have a question? Thank you. Yes. Um, I wanted to bring up some of the wording and the discussion because I think it's still vague. Uh, for the AMBER designation, the wording reads that there's communication about kitchen practices and that it doesn't require strict cross-contamination controls. Now, it's my understanding that with Domino's, there are no cross-contamination controls, that everything that's used is shared. Um, in the beginning, the the crust is gluten-free and certified gluten-free, and the ingredients are gluten-free. But from that point on, even after the first pizza is made, if it's a gluten-full pizza, everything's out the window. I wanted to know if that's correct, and I wanted to know if my local pizza place, which happens to use a Conti's gluten-free pizza and does practice actually happens to practice uh, cross-contamination controls, if they put out a disclaimer, if they, too, would be eligible for an AMBER designation? Uh, well, we would have to go in. Okay, so there's a two-part two question there. Um, so first, let me, am, let me talk to you about this AMBER designation. So we have the, you know, a, a, again, you're right, the ingredient verification, so it's all the fact that the crust is certified gluten-free, all everything that's going on on that crust, the you know the toppings are gluten free, and then we went over we just went over the basic training earlier, so it's not you know, and so everybody has you know has been able can communicate, and again, this is a a, cred, a, a credentialing that that 
that the the front of the house and the managers can tell the consumer that they that they cannot eat here because kitchen practices may vary widely and in some instances you know they they have a you know a number of protocols in place and in other instances they may not and and um you know what we had dominant dominoes do is create a video so you could see exactly how their kitchen practices vary and you can see you know in their FAQs in their video what exactly they're doing so you can make that informed decision and you know I'm not going to eat that pizza um so that's really that's really what you know that's that's really what that you know ambler you know that ambler amber designation um does it's and 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 you know if you also go on to Domino's FAQs you you can see some of their testing results too and you'd be pretty you'd be pretty surprised. Now let's talk about um, Conte's. So you said that Conte's um, and Jules, if I, I'm trying to remember the whole thing. Conte's has a bake in the bag kind of um, product that's in your local yes, store. So that you know that to me is an you know that is an awesome solution. That's a you know that's a, a wonderful solution. I I you know to to look at you know to 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 be able to um, you know to make sure that that consumer um, the consumer is not cross contaminated. And and again, you know we'd have to go in and look at you know making verify that all the you know the you know make sure that all the ingredients were you know indeed gluten free that there was some training and communications but that's a you know that's a that's a that's a great option yeah and just for the those who are listening who um, maybe have not heard about this the Conti's is the the company that's producing a pizza that is used by restaurants some restaurants in in their food service to serve as a gluten-free pizza they are making this in something that's called a bake in the bag product. So it's a paper bag that contains the pizza that is sealed and so no one in the restaurant ever touches the pizza. The pizza never touches the air. It comes out of the freezer in a bag that's sealed, goes into the oven in a bag that's sealed and goes out the door in a pizza box or goes to the table in a bag that's sealed. So it's a it's a wonderful product. Um that is an, a great option that actually Chuck E. Cheese, it just announced this week that they will be using and rolling out in their test market in Minnesota. So we'll be following closely with that. And I will actually um, have a guest on um, to talk about that in the coming weeks as well. Cynthia Cooper is going to come on from um, the Gluten Tolerance Group of North America to speak a little bit more about that bake-in-the-bag technology. And um, you know, you can forward questions to Conti's and to other places about, about that if you'd like to learn a little bit more about it. But Thank you very much for your call, Shirley. I appreciate you calling in tonight. Thank you. And and that um, bake bake in the bag technology, I have to say, I, the first time I saw it, um, I thought it was fabulous. I was like, this is this was a you know this really is a incredible technology. What an amazing idea and really um, a you know in great invention to keep our community safe. Yeah, and and I look forward to seeing you know more restaurants embrace that type of technology where a gluten-free consumer could truly be safe. And I assume you know as you and I had spoken about that before, I think that would be the kind of restaurant that would qualify for something closer to the green designation instead of the amber designation. So um, we can look forward to hopefully some other restaurants embracing that. Um, real quickly, I wanted to read a couple of questions. I know we have some other callers, but um, Dr. Jean Layton. GF doctor on Twitter had sent in a question, and it is that if the NFCA is going to the trouble to research the overall health of the food for celiacs, how can they give it an endorsement at all when the processing is just as important? And she also wanted to know whether or not we could find the actual testing um, evaluations online somewhere from the test from the pizzas that were tested from Domino's. Uh, so um, we are not. What we are doing is we're giving them. We, we're giving them a, 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 a credentialing. So let's. You know, that's we're just credentialing. We're just we're we're the amber designation. Just as we, you know, in, it's ingredient verification, basic training, and kitchen practices may you know va they vary. It's a credentialing system. So that's that's the first clarification. And yes. You, but you have to go to Domino's website. They do have information on their testing there and and their test results. Okay, thank you. And then a follow-up question from Leah McGrath, who um, is a um, registered dietitian with Ingalls 
grocery stores sent in this question. As an RD and someone active with gluten-free community, I'm concerned that having the NFCA do a press release with Domino's has damaged NFCA's credibility. Could you please address? Um, well, uh, I think this is actually kind of similar to the question that Jennifer had raised. Um, you know, putting your name, I guess, on on something with Domino's as opposed to just backing off. I mean, how do you answer, I guess, to that question about you, you know, the NFCA's involvement? You know, Jules, we 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 thought that was a we knew that was a risk, and we really we really thought for a long time. We tried to think it through. We're like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, you know, really, what should we? You know, so you know, they they it, there's ingredient verification, basic training. You know, cr- kitchen practices. You know, do vary. It's not safe for our community, but again, you know, we can educate Domino's to call out. It's up to us to educate them. Who who is the consumer for this for this gluten free crust? And then this, you know, this this disclaimer is is everywhere. Domino's is getting a you know press and the, in their press they say things like you know they've launched a gluten-free crust not not acceptable for the celiac community and um you know we really we did not go into this relationship hoping to damage our um you know to damage our reputation in any way shape or form we really were looking to to really call out the fact that you know nationwide we've become you know we've become some kind of an experiment of you know of the self-guided you know restaurant tour you know they they are they are out there creating you know making gluten-free products yet they they don't have any training and there's no regulations and we would rather our community be safe than sorry okay let me go ahead and take another caller um person's been on the hold for quite a while i apologize welcome to the gluten-free voice did you have a question for alice are you there? Hello. Hi, I'm sorry, I can't hear you very well. Can you take it off of speakerphone? I want to thank you for your. Yeah, this is true. Oh, it's, I want to call. Thank you for uh, your call last night. Can you take Can you take the phone off of speaker so we can hear you more clearly? Yeah, I was out there's uh, a music club in Northampton, and I was out listening to music. There's this. Uh, very intense, uh, kind of new country folkish kind of singer. Her name is uh, Mary Bossier. Um, I'm sorry, I'm having a, a lot of trouble understanding what you're saying. Can you take it off of speakerphone? Oh, that is the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alice, can you understand what he's saying? I'm sorry. No, I can't understand. Okay, I'm going to put you back on mute, and we're going to take another um, question here for just yeah. a second, and I'll check you back in a minute to see if you've gotten your um, your phone line resolved. I don't want to um, belabor that point if we can't call. understand it. It sounds like he's on another call. Yeah, it was kind of strange. Um, I couldn't, I really couldn't understand what he was saying. But okay, so let me. I want to. I've gotten so many questions on, um, on Facebook, and I wanted to certainly give people an opportunity to ask you questions um, from. That modality. So let me um, start with this one from um, Sarah Fuller Hewins. She said, um, you know, she's concerned about Domino's rolling out a gluten free pizza that, you know, people who need gluten free cannot eat it. And her question is that there is a, a pizza chain that you might know called Garlic Gems Pizza in, in Washington State that makes mm-hmm. sure that only corn and rice flour is used when rolling out even non-gluten-free dough so that the gluten-free pizza is truly gluten-free. Did you have any discussions with Domino's about trying to implement something like that um, that would enable them to serve an uncontaminated product? Um, yeah, we've had we had lots of discussions with um, with Domino's on you know their operational procedures, what to do, and and you know and really how to best you know um, how to best launch this gluten free crust. And um, you know I I can't give you know you'd really have to address um, all the operational procedures and what they're doing and their ingredients again to Domino's. Um, it, the information is there on their website and there is not. I can guarantee you when you're you know people are talking about the fact that there's flour flying around the stores. There is no there is not flour flying around the stores. Um, that you know that is that is. Tr- 
truly not the, not the case. And we really went through everything. We spent a long time really going through all kinds of protocols, what they could do, how could they, you know, what what could we do and you know to to really bring them up to this green designation. And um and you know and and I also wanted to say that you know we didn't you know we didn't help them develop the the gluten free crust. I know there's been people have thought you know they've asked us about our developing it. We were brought in to educate the company about the risks associated with their preparation of the 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 pizza. And Domino's, like I said, doesn't use any airborne flowers in their stores, which you know does reduce the risk of you know gluten exposure. And um, and Domino's does provide toppings that are f- verified as gluten free, but again, you know, we were adamant that they made the disclaimer prominent to the customer, and they had to read the cu- the disclaimer to the customer, you know, who placed a phone order, and it pops up on um, their gluten free crust on online. And I would, you know, please address those questions, you know, to, to Domino's and see what we can do to get them to go green. Okay, thank you. Um, another question, this is a representative question. Um, there were many, many postings like this on my site and others, and I think this is um, in talking to the folks from the University of Maryland Center for Celiac Research, I know this is looming large in their minds as well. The question from this particular um, person on Facebook, Bobby Cloud, um, is very like many that we have seen, and the question raises the issue of the people who are living gluten-free, even with celiac disease, may be not totally understanding their disease and not totally understanding the reasons why they should avoid cross-contamination. And that, um, you know, people are very concerned that there's going to be misunderstanding despite the fact that there are the disclaimers, that there's going to be misunderstanding among many in the gluten-free community that they really still need to avoid. This question that she raised, she says, you know, some people with celiac disease are not as sensitive as others, and her husband is someone who can tolerate cross-contamination and not be affected. And so she says, I feel sorry for people who have to make sure that their appliances and utensils are gluten-free and are not contaminated. That must be so hard. Obviously, you and I both know that if you have celiac disease, you have to, you know, go cold turkey, no cross-contamination whatsoever. And a lot of folks with celiac in particular maybe don't have the immediate reaction, the overt reaction to cross-contamination or smaller amounts of gluten contamination. However, they are having, you know, internal symptoms. Their their um, autoimmune system is compromised because of it. And there are plenty of people, Alice, you and I both know this a lot, from traveling around the country and talking to folks, there are plenty of people who just don't get it. So, you know, the responses to people like Bobby's um, posting are people are commenting and saying that, that the NFCA putting their name on the gluten-free, you know, pizza, however the name is on there, be it amber or green, is further confusing the issue for people who don't totally understand their disease or the level of um, severity that, you know, that can actually, they can get very, very sick from even a little bit of cross-contamination. So how, how when people say, you know, oh, well, Bobby doesn't understand, and then she sees, you know, that the NFCA has, has partnered with or has endorsed in some fashion the Domino's Pizza, how, what's the response there? You know, how, how can we, as a gluten-free community, interpret that and better understand how that can actually um, help people like Bobby or her husband as opposed to hurt them. Um, um, thanks, Jules. Well, um, again, it's a, it's a designation, a designation, which means they've gone through, you know, the AMBER designation is ingredient verification, the basic training, and, you know, the fact that the per, that the the celiac is getting cross-contaminated. Now, as you said, you and I both know these people. I go out with them all. I go out with people all the time, and they don't even they don't even ask questions. These are other celiacs. They don't ask any questions. I'm the one who who asks all the questions. I'm the one who who not only asks questions, but then I go back into the back of the house. I talk to the chefs because in the past year I've become and and I'm hearing from our entire community and a lot of colleges and universities. 
um, as well, some of the students that um, they're frustrated that that the you know ki- kitchen practices vary, and that you know the whole gluten-free fad has taken you know taken a it's in the news all the time, and I've talked you know we've taken survey we've talked to chefs and they don't connect gluten-free with a medical necessity. They don't connect gluten-free with celiac disease. And um, we wanted to shout it out that, you know, with the disclaimer saying, you know, this product is not safe for those with um, with celiac disease. And we wanted to start this dialogue. We actually want a national dialogue that there is rampant cross-contamination across the United States states right now. Restaurants are not keeping our community safe, and we need to to do something about it. We're not going to settle for it. And you know, this go let's let's organize this go green campaign. We don't want, you know, and and again, if somebody I'd rather go into an establishment and have them turn me away. And this is like I heard, you know, in Italy, I got turned away from a restaurant and they you know they looked at me and said you know what we have gluten free but we can't we can't serve you because you have celiac disease i've never heard that in the united states never ever ever they said you can't eat here i was happy i was like okay they can't feed me i'll go somewhere else isn't this refreshing i will know that myself my community is you know safe they've been you know they understand what's what's going on they understand that they cannot accommodate um, those on a you know with celiac disease or non uh, non celiac gluten sensitivity. So that's my that's my answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now we all know that May is Celiac Awareness Month, and we know that this time last year we were building the world's tallest gluten free cake to push the FDA. That was awesome. To- it was awesome. I'm still tired, <laughs> but they, uh, you know, to push the FDA to actually issue food labeling regulations for um, gluten-free. And one of the questions that came in was that these gluten-free labeling laws under consideration right now would prohibit the use of the term gluten-free on consumer products that don't meet the test of less than 20 parts per million. And this particular um, person says, I know that Domino's crust has been certified gluten-free, and I presume that if it were packaged for sale to the consumer, that it would be it would meet the requirements to rightly be called gluten-free. Once the labeling law is passed, consumers will learn to rely on the gluten-free wording to mean that the food is safe for them. The question then is, how should this concept extend to restaurants and others who serve food? Is it enough for the ingredients to be gluten-free, or should higher standards be applied before the term gluten-free can be used to describe the end product that is served to the consumer? That is music to my ears. Yes, that's our goal. You know, that would be the goal. I mean, the first thing, the first step is to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And Jules, just like you did, you know, you pushed. You were, it was amazing. I, you know, applaud your efforts. I mean, um, the fact, you know, the world's, you know, largest, you know, gluten-free cake, you know, it made the, you know, made the FDA stand up and take notice that we're not going to wait anymore, right? And just like we're doing with the gluten and medications, you know, we have a grant from the FDA to study, you know, here at the National Foundation for Celiac Awareness to study, you know, gluten and medications. And, and we're working on that to really understand, you know, what are the adverse health effects of, you know, gluten in our medications. And we had a survey and we launched that survey and we're we're working, you know, on the community's behalf, and we also worked as a collaboration with all the celiac groups around the country um, to endorse um, proposed legislation, Gluten and Medications Identification Act of 2012. Now, that gets me to the restaurant industry. We need to start. You're right. You know what? The first thing to do is to 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 raise the awareness, to raise the awareness that there are these practices in the restaurant, in food service, and what are we going to do about it? Yes, we can tra- train the, We want to train the food service community. Can we start to think state by state? What can we do to introduce, you know, to introduce um, some regulations here? You know, that would be that would be a tremendous step. And again, I'd like for people to tell us at celiaccentral.org, you know what they, you know what they uh, about this. What's their opinion on this? You know, we're busy. All of us are busy. You know, keeping an eye and part of making sure you know um, the gluten-free regulations are moving forward. You know, on you know for our food for food labeling. Now we're looking at you know drug labeling. Well, you know we can go a step further. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, if you go to the American Celiac Disease Alliance page as well, and I was just trying to pull that up, I think they have some more information there for folks who are looking for more information on USDA regulations because there is an initiative at work now to try to bring USDA in line with the FDA um, regulations when they are finalized later this year. And that will also affect restaurants. So for people who are um, concerned about that and there being some some um, parity there, that that should really help. But I think, you know, the issue that's raised by that question is so valuable um, to ask, and that is once we all become indoctrinated in, in understanding that gluten-free in the United States means we, we believe that the FDA is going to issue regulations that say that it means less than 20 parts per million gluten and a restaurant is serving something that says it's gluten-free. However, by the time it gets to your table, it is no longer less than 20 parts per million. You know, the confusion that then arises for the restaurant patron to understand, you know, what is really gluten-free and what is not. And one of the things I found most interesting in this FDA labeling um, you know, just the whole hullabaloo that we were going through in the past year or two and the comments that were that were submitted and some of the considerations that, that were on the table. One was to actually have a low-gluten designation. Instead of just gluten-free or not gluten-free, one of the proposals was to have something that's a low-gluten designation, perhaps less than 100 parts per million. And this kind of smacks of that to me, that there is um, – that there's something out there that is, you know, confusing to the consumer, which we all thought that the low gluten designation would be confusing to the consumer. But to have restaurants that are serving something that might be considered low gluten and calling it gluten-free. And that, you know, I've heard lots of people sort of looking for the words to describe that, but really essentially saying, you know, is this a low-gluten pizza that Domino's is serving or is it a gluten-free pizza and how do we know? And I think that that's, um, it is very, very confusing. Well, um, what what we, uh, Jules, I, I thank you for your comments. Really what we're trying to do is to clear up the confusion and not cause confusion. We're really trying to art, to work with Domino's so that they could articulate who was the appropriate consumer for their um, for their gluten free crust. Really, that was our goal. Our goal was not to confuse the consumer in any way, shape, or form. As customers were asking Domino's, they were begging Domino's to have a you know a gluten free crust, and um, you know and with our you know amber designation, we were looking to ensure that the consumer knew where they could not eat. You know, not to say, okay, this is a low gluten restaurant, but to say, you know what, you can't eat here because you're going, you know, there's potential for cross contamination. And to be able to turn, to be educated enough to turn, to turn the, um, you know, the 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 celiac away. Not to say it's a low gluten product, but to turn the, to be educated to turn the patron away, like I've been was turned away. Um, just, I know that a lot of people listening probably are on the Celiac List serve and saw the comment that was posted there, and I just noticed that it was posted again on my Facebook page. Um, Mr. Demetrius Doros posts a comment saying, "Miss Bast, your claim that your endorsement of Domino's clearly not gluten-free, gluten-free pizza helps raise awareness for celiac disease is the equivalent of saying that crying fire in a crowded theater helps raise awareness for sprinkler systems. You've done great harm to the celiac community with the confusion you have created. This goes against the very celiac awareness that the NFCA claims to work for. You owe all celiacs an apology, and you should remove the word celiac from the name of your organization, since the concerns of celiacs are obviously not the top goal of your organization. Um, I read that because it has been all over um, from the celiac list serve, and I have heard others saying the same, that they're concerned about the mission of the NFCA. And in the few minutes we have left, I wonder if you could address that in terms of, you know, how you see the NFCA going forward, um, you know, still trying to represent the needs of the celiac population. Um, I stand 100% behind the fact that we at the National Foundation for Celiac Awareness are representing the needs of the celiac consumer uh, first and foremost. You know, through our, in our mission through empowerment, education, and advocacy, the National Foundation for Celiac Awareness drives awareness 
of celiac disease and other gluten-related disorders improves the quality of life for, for those on a li- lifelong gluten-free diet all day, every day. Um, I don't think anybody on my staff has had a day off in in you know, in in months. Um, you know, we really believe in the work that we're doing and we when we worked when we were moving forward with our amber designation and our green designation, we did it with the confidence and really saying, you know what, we really want to help the community. We we again had a massive pro a massive problem with cross contamination. Restaurants don't know what they don't know. They ha- they have no idea. You go into an establishment and the the chefs, the food service, they 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 don't realize that um, they couldn't even name wheat, rye, and barley. Fifty percent of the chefs surveyed couldn't say that wheat, rye, and barley were the offending grains, and that those with celiac disease and those on a gluten free diet, those were the grains that we couldn't eat. Those are the people that are serving you all day, every day, and we're trying to raise that awareness. We are out there educating, 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 getting interviews, talking about celiac disease, talking about you know non-celiac gluten sensitivity, having a symptom checklist on our website so people can go download the symptom checklist and ask their doctor to test them. You know, I two weeks ago I got invited to speak at the um, at the NIH in front of some of the leading immunologists in the world um, in a lecture calling "Demystifying Celiac Disease." And you know, and I dropped everything to go, you know, speak to to the NIH because I thought it was really important for the leading immunologists to start really taking our disease seriously and researching celiac disease and putting money behind us so that we can be safe. And you know, just last week we were a huge part of of writing the letters to our representatives and ensuring that we could all enthusiastically endorse the proposed legislation, the Gluten and Medication Identification Act of 2012. And we can, we are very proud of our mission. We're very proud of the organization. And you know, tell us at celiaccentral.org. You know, this is an open dialogue. We listen to you. You know, we want to hear about this amber designation. We do want to hear about what you think about, you know, what's going on with Domino's. And we'll we will listen. We want we serve you as our consumer. We 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 don't want you just to target us. You know, it's when your you know, I sometimes I think it's when your team is winning, it's we. When your team is not winning, you know, it's they. We want we want to all win. We want to be safe. We want to be healthy. We want the three million Americans properly diagnosed. We want everybody with gluten sensitivity diagnosed. We want our quality of life to be better. And you know, and you know, hopefully someday, you know, there'll be other treatments for celiac disease as as well, or we could prevent celiac disease. Um, and we stick to our mission. And we we're we are, you know. Um, I'm, I'm saddened by that comment, but please continue the dialogue so that we can address your concerns. And, and I appreciate that very much. I know our time is drawing short, but I have heard from a lot of people who have been trying to get through, and I know that the lines have been full. And I would encourage people to continue the communication with Alice and the entire team at the NFCA by writing into them, continue the dialogue. And I'd just like to, I guess, finish on one um, comment that I feel like is, is a suggestion and perhaps one that should be worthy of consideration. Um, Dennis writes in, I think you could have cleared up the confusion by simply coming out and saying upon the news of Domino's gluten-free crust that you, the NFCA, absolutely disagree with the decision for them to call it gluten-free and for celiacs and anyone with any kind of sensitivity. Um, I don't know if you want to take a minute just to address that, if you did consider that or if that's an option that's still on the table. But I have heard something like that from many, many people who have been posting that um, they would rather see the NFCA um, actually not be a part of it, but to stand up and disagree with Domino's choice in calling it a gluten-free crust. Well, um, the you know the 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 crust is certified gluten-free. The pizza itself is not gluten-free because of the risk of cross-contamination. So um, you know, I will I will take all these you know comments and all you know seriously. I will go back to you know I will go back to you know 
please write to us at tellus at celiaccentral.org. We'll go back to Domino's. We'll have the, this discussion. I'll talk to my medical advisory board, my board of directors. We do want to hear from you. We want to make sure that you know that you as our community feel that we're doing the right thing and know that we're doing the right thing to keep you safe. To, to raise awareness and to increase that dialogue. Again, we want this Go Green campaign where we really can push the restaurants to ensure that they understand the celiac consumer cannot have any gluten, that uh, even a speck of gluten, a particle of gluten, is poison to us. It's like arsenic. And and we hear you. So thank you so much for your comments. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy days. And thank you, Jules, for talking to us today. And um, we um, and we look forward to hearing from everybody and ensuring that um, that we're all in this together, you know, and that we can empower and educate and advocate for everybody to have a a very very healthy and happy life. Thank you. And I I have heard many many good things about the um, the green designation. I think you could really rally the troops around the green designation. I don't I don't think there'd be any um, any conflict there at all. So. I definitely would encourage the conversation for anyone listening. Um, please do write in and continue to talk to NFCA. Give them your opinions. Give them your suggestions. Um, the fact that Alice is willing to come on here tonight and take your calls is a representation of the fact that they are interested in hearing from you and that they do want to continue the conversation. And, Alice, I would appreciate, I, I do really appreciate the fact that you came on, and I really appreciate your time. And, um, you know, I, I am really interested to see where this all goes, but I, I do appreciate the fact that you all are trying to do what you believe is right with regard to the Domino's um, crust situation and the green and amber designations. And I, you know, if, the, if I can help in any way, please let me know. But thank you for coming on tonight, for taking the calls, and for taking time out of, I'm sure, what is your very, very busy schedule to talk to us this evening. And, and thank you, Jules. You've been wonderful. And, and everyone, don't, you know, if you can make the comments, if you can come up with a solution, I would love it. Any solutions you can come up to, um, you know, we, we are listening. Tell us the solution. Tell us what you think that we can do to better serve the community so that, that, that you as our, you know, as our consumers, as our, you know, as our fellow celiacs and non-celiac gluten-sensitive community can be safe. And thank you, thank you again, Jules. Great. Take care. Bye-bye. Good night.